With life getting cranked up and busy again, we know you may miss a thing or two along the way. That's why we've got the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. You can catch up on anything you missed later today. And, of course, we'll have another Murphy, Sam & Jody after the show podcast. Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude. Pizza Hut's bringing back Detroit-style pizza. Apparently, it went away for a while. Everybody loves it, so they're bringing it back. Uh, do you know what Detroit style pizza no, is? No, I know. I mean, <laughs> Chicago, I know that Chicago style pizza is deep dish. Yeah, well, Detroit's deep dish too, but it's rectangular. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the crispy, the crust becomes like this caramelized crispy mm. crust. Yeah. Um, used Yikes. to be where you could only get like the pepperoni, but now they're saying this time Everything. we're bringing it back. You can add what you want. Nice. Meat, pepperoni, veggies, however you want to do it. Okay. Uh, Starbucks has a new drink, not the PSL. I know. I saw- not the pump of spice latte. Yeah, I'm making sure I got the letters right. But they have a new one called uh, Apple Crisp Macchiato. I heard about that. It sounds like apple pie in a cup yeah. with coffee. It's an espresso beverage, and you get your choice of hot or cold. Mm-hmm. Mm. mm-hmm. It's time. So, so, it's so, time to bring back apples as the autumn fruit. Get rid of pumpkins? So, not get rid of oh. pumpkin, but let's have a little uh, a little uh, variety. So is this more like an apple spice kind of a drink, like a hot cider, or no, is it like macchiato. a coffee drink? It's a coffee. Okay, it's, it's got espresso. Got oh, well, yeah. that's true. I guess if it's got espresso, it does. So yeah. it's cider with a kick. Yeah, and Panera also they're going a different way. Uh, Panera Bread. They're not doing a, a pumpkin spice. Their big one this year. They're introducing is a cinnamon crunch latte. Nice. They have a cinnamon Ooh. crunch bagel. It's apparently big and a big deal. Yeah. So wow. this is espresso, milk, cinnamon flavored syrup, and a little cinnamon crunch topping. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon is always in season. And Tiger is like it too. I know. <laughs> At least that's what I hear. Uh, oh, and this is really cool. Uh, Applebee's is bringing back the Oreo shake. I didn't know there was one. Oh, you didn't know there was one? You don't know about Walker Hayes' song? Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got to oh. you stay with and the Oreo shake. Oh, okay. All right. I yeah, it's Good become so popular, and people are going to Applebee's saying, I want the Oreo shake. And it's like, well, we don't make that anymore. Ooh. So now they've decided, well, let's hop on this trend and. You might put, as well. Put There's a song there. about it. Yeah, no you should kidding. be selling them. Yeah, yeah. S- send a thank you note to Walker Hayes for that. Uh-huh. Totally. And there's a new candy corn flavor of red vines. You know, like the, the string licorice I do know and the it. red ones? Mm-hmm. Well, now there's a candy corn flavor. Uh, yeah, yuck is what I'm we'll thinking. See. We'll see. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. And uh, coming up next, if you've got a project that you got to get done that's stressing you out, mm. i got some help for you. So I've got something that I think would make work for a lot of people less stressful. Okay, I at least want to run it by both of you. You know, remember I went on the retreat a couple of weekends ago and was making <laughs> notes to myself. I don't remember that. This is not anything that I actually wrote down then. Yeah. It, it literally hit me out of the blue yesterday. And it has to do with, you know, when you're working on especially important work that you want to make sure that you get right. It's not just about getting it done. It's about getting it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever really stressed out about, oh, my God, what if I miss this point? What if I, you know. Oh, yeah. Sam, totally. Yeah, that's that's I, Sam. I'll read through it all and think, perfect, it's ready to hip. And it's like, well, when let me read it one more time. When something right. comes down, a project, I can feel Sam's energy escalate yeah. because he, you're a perfectionist. You want to get everything right. Well, then this trick may work for you, Sam. Oh, God. Let me write it down. Um, because what you're you you know, what you're saying is you're stressing over the fact you don't want to do something wrong. And yeah. I, I tend to do the same thing, man. I want to I want to get it right, but I'm really, on. really you know, concerned that, yeah. you know, oh, my God, I, I can't mess this up because they need this to be perfect. Um, for whatever reason, it hit me in my head the other day. All right, take a breath. And I realized what I really should be doing is choose the motivation to do something right 
over the fear of doing it wrong. wrong. Right. I, wow. It's what you visualize words, yeah. is more likely to come true. Right, exactly. And so, like, when I realize it's it's just because I want to do it right, I'm not going to be afraid of getting it wrong because then it, the moment you fear doing something wrong, you're defensive. Yeah. You're and stressed. that's where your focus goes. Right, exactly. Like, it's almost like what you visualize is what's more likely to happen. And it clouds your head and you could make a mistake because of it. Yeah, and <laughs> plus if you're thinking, well, how do I get this done right, you're actually going to be solving problems. Whereas if you're trying not to get it wrong, you're mm-hmm. guarding against them. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's really weird. And, and just that one little subtle thing uh, it gives me more energy at the end of the day now because yes. I'm actually not using energy for something that I don't need to be worried negative about. Negative energy, sense? too. Yeah. doesn't make the project any less stressful sometimes, but it takes that negative edge off of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then I'm not depleted. It's all mindset. Yeah. It's all mindset. So, you think you can do that now, Sam? No. Come on, you we'll I'm help still you. Still a ball of stress. Just, we'll just, help you. You know, focus on the reason that you want to do it right, and not the reason you w- don't want to screw it up. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider, the old horror movie that's getting a new version tomorrow. Tell you about it next. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys know there's a new horror movie dropping in theaters this weekend, what and is it? it's a remake. It's Jordan Peele's. Um, take on the very scary movie, The Candyman. Candyman. The urban legend is, if you say his name five times while looking in the mirror, he appears in the reflection and kills you. Who would do that? Well, that's scary. Don't you remember? It was in the 90s, I want to say, the first Candyman, and it's it was okay. Okay. Jordan, Jordan Peele, Peele, if he's doing it, then it's going to be good. It's going to be good. You're he's, right. He's, you know, he's half the comedy team of Key and Peele. I know, but he's made these crazy psychological good. thrillers. Exactly. I so say Taylor and Phoebe, our daughters, have gone on and on about how much we need to see Murphy Get Out and Us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and those were both. They're horror movies, and I always tell the girls, like, I've had my feel of those. I feel like I've outgrown them. I don't. I grew up with Freddie and Jason no, and Michael but Myers. they're not just I, horror. They're, like, psychological. psychological. And he brought Twilight Zone back to one of the streaming TV services. Right. So that's why a lot of fans, including our girls, are super excited about this movie. Mm. We know this original one from many years ago, yeah. which was scary enough, I thought, so this is his take on it. It's called The Candyman. And when you hear about it this weekend, it's not the old, but the new. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So when your dog doesn't come to you, when you call him, is it something that you did wrong? Murphy, remember um, the first ever dog trainer we ever encountered? His name was Dick Russell, and I miss him so much. Great he, man. He passed away, but he taught us so much. When we first got the dogs, we first got our first two boxers when the girls were young. Um, and we've had dogs ever since. Well, and he helped us out a lot. One of the things that he, he was always so, like, he was the quote monster. Like, he would say stuff, and it would stick with us. Yeah. And one of the things he said, I, I will never forget on our first, like, visit with him, he was like, if your dog won't come to you, it's your fault. And I was like, oh, it's true. Why, because they don't respect you? Or I guess you're not alpha to them. You haven't trained them to listen to you. You know, he was... He was legit. Like, you know, he and you could see it. Dogs responded to him. They did. And we then learned later he trained them with hot dogs. Oh, yeah. well. Pfft. Right, right. Everything we were working he, with the dogs with, it was like little, everything was given a treat for. And you know what's interesting is we met him about the same time that Caesar Milan was becoming hot on, you know, TV too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. so, you know, Caesar would say the same thing. It's like, wow, okay, Dick Russell's right. And you know what? I asked him once what he thought about Caesar Milan, and he was like, He's definitely got a special way with dogs. Yeah. It's not just, 
he, it was his opinion that it's not just his methods, but he had a special energy. Way, yeah. I thought have, that's a beautiful thing to recognize. Yeah. You have times when the dogs don't listen. Because Gus will, Gus will go outside at sometimes, and you say, come on in, Gus, and he'll stand there and look at you. Mm-hmm. And I can tell he's he's got that mischievous, like, I'm going to run. I'm mostly, not mostly ours listen. There have been a few that have come along that haven't. But our current three, they do listen. They do listen. They're, the only thing is Champ, is he's got a little lab in him. So if he sees something running across the backyard, he listens that's in time. For, yeah. Like he, he listens in his own time. Mm. Like the other night when he had the snake in his mouth and he yeah. was flinging it around and then the snake started snapping at him. And we, Phoebe being smart, we were all yelling, come in, come in, come in. And he kept looking at us yeah. and Phoebe goes, come get a treat. Yeah. She went and got a treat and then he came. Treat, yeah. that's the word. And she's our dog whisperer now. But that's what they yeah. do say, that if your dog won't come to you, it's your fault. It just means work with them on the daily to come to you, reward them for well, coming to you, and then in the a weird situation, they will. It's also the reminder that the reason you need to keep them on a leash, because you never know what thing will pull their attention so far mm-hmm. that even you as Alpha, that they're not going right. to listen to. Because that can happen. And that it's, it's a snap. Yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam has music news. Yeah, we all know Garth canceled his stadium tour, but he's got some great news for us. Sam's Music News. Ah, some great news for Garth Brooks fans. This is a great idea. Drop yeah. it. You know, you're going to have to go to the low places to see him. You know how he canceled the big concert, uh, yeah. the stadium Stadiums. tour because of COVID? Well, and he even hinted when he did it that, you know, dive bars sure would be fun to go play. Yeah. And he's got, of course, that song with uh, Blake Shelton, Dive Bar. So he's announced uh, this fall we're going to have a dive bar tour because he can control the crowd as far as the vaccination stuff goes. Sure, you can't get in without That's proof. right, because you fully vac- you can vaccinate dive bars. He says, look, I'm 100% vaccinated. Everybody in the tour is vaccinated. I can't make you get vaccinated until it becomes law. Well, but yeah. if you want to get in, you're going to have to be vaccinated. Now, they haven't announced the dive bars yet, yeah. uh, and he makes it sound like you're not going to be able to buy tickets. You're going to have to... Win it? them from your favorite radio stations. Okay, cool. So he's going to go through that way to give it to the big fans. That's oh, that's lovely. Oh. I love it. I'm ready for live music again. I don't uh, care. Garth at a dive bar. I know. I mean, that my would gosh. Be awesome. Yes. Uh, Britney Spears in the news again. Is it musical or is it just mental? Uh, I would go with mental. <laughs> oh. uh, she says in okay. uh, one of her Instagram posts where she's wearing a white dress and showing mm-hmm. it off. Uh, that when she was in Vegas, the four years she was in Vegas, yeah. she only went out two times. She basically I stayed at the hotel and she couldn't didn't go out. That's the price you pay for being that famous. They well, can almost. She's saying because of her daddy, though. She's not saying if it was dad's fault, but she said she just never went out. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, isn't it? Right. And this is really cool. I, I'm a Billie Eilish fan. I like mm-hmm. the music. She's got a uh, new special that's coming out on uh, Disney Plus on September 3rd called Happier Than Ever, A Love Letter to L.A. Nice. She and her brother and the L.A. Philharmonic went to the Hollywood Bowl and recorded this. It's her whole that's new nice. album uh, that they did. But when you watch the trailer, half of it is in cartoon form. It's a concert film, but it's also a story at the same time. This kind of beautiful it's version like of Billie Eilish, movie. and all of a sudden she morphs into animation. It is Disney Plus, so who yeah. knows who's okay, doing it? Okay, right. But she'll at- doing morph it. into animation and drive a car. And animated- make you feel like a aha take on me? Is that the no problem? No, this is real animation. Okay. <laughs>
Coming up, your questions and comments from our Facebook and Instagram, including uh, the word that Sam's got little babies shouting out in the car. <laughs> uh, we'd love to hear from you, so give us a call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Social Media Connect. Yeah, or you can hit us up online as well. And so the other day we posted... Uh, if you follow us on social, you'll see the little I do. videos, <laughs> and you were sharing with us, Sam, a letter from your girlfriend to me and Murph. Here's a piece of that video. I got a letter from Tanya. You know who she is, huh? Your new girlfriend. Uh-huh. A letter? Was, yeah, well, this is a letter kind of toward for you. Are we in trouble? No. Oh, good. Uh, it says, uh, Murphy and Jody, I loved your curiosity and raw excitement for Sam. It's obvious you both want him happy. Last weekend... I gave Sam a simple hug while he was sitting at my dinner table, naked. Oh, stop. Great. <laughs> just kidding. Great. Welcome to the room, Daniel. Okay, so that's uh, the video, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, and that's yeah. the story of, of sh- just her writing to us, you know, that she's so sweet. and Naked hug. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patty says from our Facebook page about the video, I love listening to all of your adventures. This is really special for you, Sam. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy Tanya. Um, Melissa, someone you know in your family, says that Hollis heard this. She oh. was playing the video. My and grandson? Hollis yelled, naked! <laughs> Great! <laughs> that stuck. So I wonder if that stuck for him. Huh. I'm going to have to try that next time I'm at their house. Pops. Whatever you say out loud, you know, he responds to you. Huh. So naked, maybe that's why huh? they were playing the videos. Dawn says, very sweet. Love it. Good to see you. Happy, Sam. Oh, and thank you. Al says, be careful, dude. Don't blow this. She sounds like a keeper. <laughs> so, so uh, Referring to my track record. Well, you've, uh, you've already had your three strikes, so you can't lose this oh, time, right? Oh, oh. No, 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 I'm sorry. I shouldn't have called it strikes. I don't think it's strikes. Wait, i got to say this. Just because you have a past, does it, there's nothing... You, it's not failures. Like Just everything because you was have valuable. A past doesn't mean it defines your future. Everything That's was valuable. I yeah. believe that. I believe every relationship you have in life is valuable. Everything Murphy had before me or anything he has after me is valuable. Yeah. You know. It, yeah. It's not like you get to the one. I don't. I don't think that's the you way. Mean it my works. soulmate. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'll be right over here taking my foot out of my mouth. Oh, you're okay. You're okay. Anyway, thank you for um. Uh, sending us messages and comments. Keep them coming on Facebook and Instagram. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider. Uh, coming up next, though, for music lovers, the most beautiful things Charlie Watts ever said and what he said about Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Next. You know, when a famous artist, musician especially, dies, that's when you dig more into their music. Their music, you know, goes to the top of every download. And, of course, I'm talking about Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones this week. You always learn stuff you never knew about him, Exactly. Well, he was a very quiet guy anyway. I mean, you know, he was the drummer. You're used to kind of seeing him. He was so chill in every music video. Right. Well, you know what? And and I started digging in the other day, last couple of days, and it's so interesting. On him being quiet, he said he never liked to talk to the press. He's not like that. He's not sociable. He wasn't comfortable, so he just didn't do it. Hmm. He's the kind of person who'd rather be home listening to the radio is what he said. So he just didn't talk to the press because it didn't suit him. Here's some other stuff maybe you did not know. Um, on his own drumming, um, he said he always felt like being a drummer is like being an accompanist. 
did I say that right? Meaning he doesn't think that he should be the star. Like he, he plays with people. Really? He didn't like drum solos and he didn't do, do he's nothing against people who do drum solos, but I don't do them. He's like, I don't like it. It's not something I want to listen to. So I'd prefer it being with a band. Huh. He was a team player, you know? That's funny, because usually the drummer is the one that keeps the beat for everything. Well, yeah. That keeps the song moving. I, I think he knows that, but he was just a very humble person, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. He was totally. I mean, I, I don't know that I ever actually heard him speak. When you and I Much. saw them in concert, Jody, a couple of years ago, which was amazing, too, because he would, he would have been 78 years old, he spent most of the time drumming on stage for the two and a half hours. It's unbelievable, smiling. really. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but but even in the music videos, I'm like, so, dude, does the drummer ever speak? Yeah. And he, you know, and not he, him. He didn't, yeah. He's, he was. Yeah. He also, one of the quotes from Keith Richards about his friend Charlie is, Charlie Watts has always been the bed that I lie on musically. Mm. So he definitely was a foundation for them. Think about it. That band, you know, together, and, you know, they were about to go back on their 60th anniversary tour Mm -hmm. next year, which is just incredible. I have to tell you this. um, What he said, what Charlie had to say about Mick and Keith, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards and their, you know. Relationship? Right. He said, look, they do argue. And when I say that, it's just that they have a difference of opinion. They're two totally different people. One is meticulous and detailed, and the other is complete bohemian. (laughs) Which one would that be? I was fortunate to be there as a part of that. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. There's a new show on Hulu. You probably heard about it. It's Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy, and it's called Nine Perfect Strangers. Welcome to Tranquilum House. Uh, the people who uh, come here. I'm assuming m- m- Melissa McCarthy's not funny in this one, or it's not. <laughs> Actually, yeah. it's dramatic, yeah. but I think she's always got a little, like a certain percentage of funny. Yeah. I watched the first episode because I'll give anything Nicole Kidman does a try. So I watched the first, and then Yellowstone came into my life. And it's the only reason I haven't jumped back on. But here's the deal. Hulu is saying this is their highest rated and best performing series so far. And it's a limited series. Yeah. In, in other words, it's going to tell you the whole story, and then it's going to be gone. Hmm. Um, it's performing better those, than all of the Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale seasons. Where were those other uh, Nicole Kidman ones? Was HBO those? Max. Oh, okay, okay. So the other one was Big Little Lies. Gotcha. God, that one was so good. So anyway, it's a completely different series and person here, and it looks kind of crazy and cuckoo. Okay. Um, but it's performing well, according to Hulu. And you heard this Kylie Jenner story? Mm-mm. It's funny. Kylie Jenner is one of the Kardashian yeah. Jenner girls. She's one of the richest. She's uh, with Travis Scott. Yeah. And they have a three-year-old daughter together named Stormy. And they're being roasted on social media for buying her a raggedy old school bus just so she could know what it's like to ride in one because she's been bugging them to ride in a school bus. Okay. She's being roasted for trying to take something regular and yeah. make it something big for wow. her billionaire child. <laughs> Sam, do you keep up keep up with tennis no. at all? I don't keep up with it. I don't much. love it. <laughs> You Apparently, know what? He knows enough about it to call. You know, to use that line. I love it. I loved it the few times I played it. Yeah. I, because it's so much harder than it looks. As is everything. It's very aerobic. It's yeah. so much. Not just that. No, it's about the the way you hit, how light those ball. You can't over hit that ball. You got to be. Re- There's a lot to it in the back. Yeah. But I was so worried about hurting my ankles because the back and forth motion. Oh, yeah. 
It was like, I, I'm going to mess up myself. It was when I was running a lot. Oh, and, and it you was know like, what? I remember that now. Former producer Drew, many years ago. He gave me a lesson. gave you a lesson, yeah. He taught me to work on the wall. Like, I yeah. was hitting balls back and forth at the wall. But then I realized, if I play this on the regular, I'm going to hurt myself and I'm going to injure myself well, for yeah, other you things. you have to cover a lot of ground. you got to do all kinds of it's stuff. Ha- it's so hard. Well, anyway, the U.S. Open begins and starts next week in, in New York. And... They're bringing something new as part of their mental health initiatives for athletes. And remember, in the tennis world, Naomi Osaka is one of the very first ones to say, look, mentally, I don't want to face these questions and this interrogation right after something traumatic like yeah. a loss well yeah and that's like, exactly what happens and that's to why she pulled out of what was it wimbledon yeah you know, she you get the match and then you have the requirement that you have to go to the press conference and answer right questions. and just think about that think about something you've trained for it's everything to you yeah you are defeated or you have you know, something rough happens and you are required to express about it immediately yeah. and you got somebody saying yeah. so how do you feel that you lost and it's like ah. Well, it's still fresh, and you don't really know what you think. Of that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, nice. I, I, we don't know what it's like to be in that position of professional athletes to have to do that. Well, anyway, as part of their mental health initiative, they're um, give installing quiet rooms the US Open? for the players. Huh. Yes, so, and they'll have access to mental health pros, professionals on site. Nice. So the quiet room can be used at any time? Yes, Okay. Most, I mean, most likely they think it'll be after the matches, yeah. especially for collect your thoughts. Collect it, whether you want That's or not. Smart. Go spend some time with you. You just had a personal victory. Yeah. yeah. And you know. Whether you whether they have to go speak or not, I guess that's still they're working on that. They're working on it, but yeah. look for that mm-hmm. an initiative. I could cool. use a quiet room right now. <sighs> Three things you need to know today. Number one, GM is recalling every single Chevy Bolt ever made. Everyone because of faulty batteries. At first, wow. they used to like it, it. It was just some of the models, yeah. and now they want to replace every single Bolt battery in existence, including their new electric utility vehicle line. Mm. So, if, if if you've got a Bolt, contact your dealer because you need it replaced because it was a battery fire into flames oh. sort of thing, okay. and it happened about ten times, which is ten times too many. Right. Uh, number two today, TikTok removing all of the milk crate challenge videos. <laughs> Good. They said, look, they it, it, it's, it doesn't go along with their dangerous content policy, and <laughs> duh, so two weeks ago it, it started happening, stacking a bunch of plastic milk crates together yeah. and trying to climb up and then back down without... Like shattering your yeah, pelvis. Yeah. Um, so they're gone. They've even removed the milk crate challenge hashtag altogether. Okay. And number well, three. I guess I won't be trying that today. Good. <laughs> number three. Snoop Dogg bobbleheads are being stolen across the Philly area. Oh, How you Why like that? There's multiple. <clears throat> that's where they are. That's wow. where they started and kicked off. They're like miniature Snoops being used as promotional displays for Corona beer. And they're uh. valued. They weren't for sale, but they're just mm-hmm. there. And they're being valued at like $300 each. <gasps> several of them have been swiped. In fact, if you want to see one or maybe buy some stolen property, there's several on eBay up for grabs. Wow. And there you go, Snoop. There's your new idea. Three things to know today. Coming up, Sam has music news. Got a little behind-the-scenes look for you at the uh, re-recording of Taylor Swift's Red Album. 
Sam's Music News. Uh, Ed Sheeran uh, released a, a video of himself recording some music for Taylor Swift. You know, she's re-releasing the Red Glad. album, the Taylor version, November 19th. And Ed and Taylor did this song. So he had a little uh, Instagram video that he released of him singing his part for the new album. All I know is we said hello. And your eyes look like coming home All I know is a simple name And everything has changed I always, like, I I always like hearing isolated vocals yes. Just to hear how good the person mm-hmm. sounds yeah, Without all the reverb And, and how all they the, kind of work it out Yeah, and by the way, in addition to that song He said there's another song that, that wasn't released on the original Red That he and Taylor did So oh, that'll right. be That's November cool. 19th You can pre-order now Chris Stapleton's going to have a song with her on there as well and if you're a Taylor Swift fan, you probably already know Swifty. she she uh, signed yeah Swifty. She already she signed on the TikTok the other day. Saw that, or as they're, they're calling it, hashtag Swift Talk. Ah. Ah. Uh, Lady Gaga is headed back to Vegas. Oh, I love to climb a mountain with the jazz and piano residency. Okay, not the rocking, you know, not the big overdone. Pop. This is the and I know this is a song she did with uh, Tony, Tony Bennett. But uh, obviously, it's just going to be her. She can hold that her own. Uh, and it's like about a dozen dates in October of this year. Tickets go on sale mm. next week, so look for that. I Jesus. think that is so cool. That I would she love does. to see that one. You know, a lot of artists try to be two things, or more than you know, just more known for more than one. But she yeah. really backs she can it do up. It. She yeah. can really do it. Mm-hmm. The other ones. It just doesn't feel always as genuine. Maybe as she could sing with a hologram of a Sinatra one day. No. Don't put her with I'd be fine with that, but yes. Go ahead. (laughs) I told you about that book uh, that's going to be coming out with uh, Paul McCartney, 154 songs, and he discusses every song. And this is everything, uh, you know, from the Beatles, Blackbird, uh, Yesterday's in there. And Paul said that, he says, you know, some people keep a diary or keep a book like the notebooks. He says... Mm -hmm. My life was songs. He said, I've got all of these songs. I can tell you why, where I was, oh, how I cool. came up with the lyrics, what the lyrics mean, all the way through Live and Let Die. Live yeah. and Let Die. So it's Beatles and it's Wings and all that stuff. It's coming out November the 2nd. And nice. it will include the lyrics of an unrecorded Beatles song called Tell Me Who He Is. Okay. Which they found when they were looking through all of this stuff. Very cool. cool. So I can't wait to see cool. this. We've already got one of the Beatles books that has about stories lyrics. about the songs, mm-hmm. but it was written by a fan. Oh. So this is coming this straight is coming from, from, Paul. from Paul. Yeah. Coming up next, Lisa's going to add to our easiest weeknight meals ever. 877-310-4MSJ. What's up, Lisa? Not much this morning. Just on my way to work. Love listening to y'all. Y'all are the beginning of my day. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I wanted to call in about the throw-together recipes. Yes, drop it. Um, my dad, when we were younger, he had a Mr. Mom moment. <laughs> so he was in charge of cooking. So he threw together what we always called Chili Mac. Okay. Oh, yeah. You take a can of chili, mm-hmm. you boil some elbow noodles, mm-hmm. slice up a few hot dogs, throw it all together, mm. and there you I think <laughs> I, I think you may have lost me in hot dogs. So, but see, what's funny about that is my mom used to do something similar to that, just without the chili. She would cut up hot dogs and put it in mac and cheese, too. 
I, you know, I'm really? yeah, I'm sure that was a shortcut thing, but yeah. And uh, so I sadly, Sam and Jody have always said that's funny because I grew up thinking that was normal. Well, wait, well, it was normal for you, but that's a mom going, I need protein, I need carb, you yeah, know, I need right. sauce. Well, remember, they have hot dogs and beanie weenies too. Yeah, it's beans and hot dogs. Something about legit, like going to the trouble of putting a hot dog into something that's not a bun. I don't know. I just. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Would you still eat it today? Oh, yeah. I've made it, and I've given it to friends, like, yeah. you know, and they're like, man, this is delicious. I said, you can top it with some cheese if you want. Yeah. And they love it. Very good. Very good. Yeah, once you grow up kind of get eating some things out of cans like that, you know, you you get used to the taste, and you kind of, actually, it's kind of comfort food by that point, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. Don't even get me started on banana sandwiches my grandmother used to eat, and I thought she was crazy, but eventually I had to try, and I did, and it sounds okay. disgusting, but it was okay. <laughs> no, with the banana sandwich, my husband and I have had this conversation recently. Yeah. I've never done it. It's something that he's grown up with. Right. Have you, do you put mayo on yours, or is it peanut butter? Mayo, because Mama did. Mayo and bananas? Okay, that's yeah, it's weird. My, my husband the same thing. My husband said the same thing. It's weird. Yeah. It's just a little bit. In our house, it was peanut butter, but, you know, I don't hold that against Jody. <laughs> okay, Elvis. Thanks for calling, Lisa. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. For Downton Abbey fans, it's time to stop calling it Downton Abbey 2. I've got movie news. No maid, no valet, no nanny even. Ah. We're modern folk. If you like that show, then you probably saw that movie. The movie was decent. I saw it. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a new movie coming. We knew it, and no one knew what to call it. It's not going to be called Downton Abbey 2. It will be called (laughs) Downton Abbey, A New Era. And so there's a short teaser that was released at Comic-Con in Vegas this week, hints of a wedding, all this good stuff. We were supposed to originally get it this year in December for Christmas. That's not happening. Thank you, coronavirus. Um, But it will be. This is the new uh, date, and the film will be only in theaters. No streaming. They're not getting into that messy business. Uh, March 18th, 2022, Mm -hmm. for all the Downton fans. We also have some Black Panther news. The world Letitia Wright, big star, important to this follow-up movie, was yeah. hospitalized this week after an on-set accident. She was doing some of her own stunts, yeah. and she had some minor injuries. They stopped everything. She went to the local hospital. Then she was released soon after, and they're saying there should be no impact to the shooting no schedule, which does sound good, meaning she's able to get back to work. You know, when Lisa called a minute ago, it reminded me of a story for me uh, that I actually don't know if I want to admit to. So Lisa Obviously was calling, you do, though. Lisa Mark. was calling to say that, you know, with the sort of like last minute, the fast suppers we've been talking about, fast dinners, mm-hmm. you know, for school nights, um, her dad, being Mr. Mom, decided that he was going to whip together a dinner one night of macaroni, just elbow macaroni. It wasn't mac and cheese, right? She said no, it was just, elbow- just macaroni, a can of chili, and, and, and some cut-up hot dogs. Cut-up hot dogs, and that's what, right. yeah. So it's, so it's kind of like a hot dog without the bun, really, I guess. It is. Same kind of basic it's, concept. It's hot dog yeah. scattered throughout. Um, and it's so funny, <laughs> even though that sounds weird, that's the kind of stuff it, it, that, that my mom used to do, mm-hmm. too. Not, not canned chili and that, but what it reminded me of is, you know, 
as the kid of somebody whose mom made a lot of things from cans, which was great. She was a very good cook. There were a lot of things that she did great. But her her concept of chili was literally the chili from the can. Mm-hmm. Chili sauce, it went on a hot she dog. She never made chili from jump. Right. From so, it, so throughout my entire childhood, even into my teen years, I thought chili was supposed to taste the same way it comes out of the can. Oh. Yeah, like hot That's, dog sauce. Right. So yeah, the, which one was it? Was it chili? or Because I know they have the kind that are called hot, <laughs> hot dog, dog sauce. sauce. Yeah, hot dog sauce, which really isn't technically chili. It was both. Yeah. God only knows yeah. what's in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, Why don't you call it chili? Well, we can't legally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, it, 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 the first time I ever had homemade chili, I'm like, this is great, but this just tastes like ground meat with you know, <laughs> beans and Did stuff you say in. that? No, who's homemade? No, no, no. Who's, who's, what's the first time you had homemade chili? Because I make it, and I don't think your mine was your it first. Was, actually, it was in a restaurant Good. as a teenager. It was the first Good. time I ever had that one. What's this? Right, and I'm like. Did you insult the cook? <laughs> well, I just, I, I never thought a bowl of chili, man, that's. I know that's pretty potent on a hot dog. I can't imagine a whole bowl of that, <laughs> but it's because... Is this the whole can? Yeah. I love really good homemade chili. Served in a restaurant, especially with, like, fresh stuff right on top mm. of it. Just a cup. Yeah. So good. I love that. And then, though, because, though, you know, canned chili is what I was kind of raised on, that's mm-hmm. a comfort food on a of hot course. dog, right? Of yeah. course it is. Isn't that weird? But didn't your mom... mom I think, Jody, don't you make this something with canned potatoes? That's yes, like really she good. made potato salad yeah. with canned potatoes, yeah. which is an easier way without all the boiling and whatnot, and it works. Yep. Yeah. Now, she didn't have to good. boil the eggs. Those weren't canned eggs, you know. Oh. <laughs> uh, Murphy, Sam brought us all, brought us a treat today, but he says it's a sham, so it's, it's enjoy the Reese, this. Reese's Peanut Butter Footballs. Okay. Which, well, you know, and on the outside, it's got those strings and everything on the football. And I'm going to tell you this already. I and I ate one of these at home. Yeah. Not one of these because this is yours. <laughs> I ate my own pack. But when I open them up, if you see that the footballs, they don't, oh. they don't have strings on them. But that's, see, it's it shows it like it has a string on the outside. It what should, does it look like? It looks like an egg. Oh, is there a disclaimer on the cover of the package, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I'm... Package no. says enlarged for detail. That's all. It okay, doesn't say okay. strings are a lie. You could add the string. Oh, God. Can you smell this? So, the other thing is, it doesn't taste any different, right? Do you still enjoy yeah. it? Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, they can it, was like, it was like eating an egg. I think it's a little thinner than the but egg. But you were very disappointed that it didn't have strings on it. And by you the way, them. they have these at the store right now, right next to the pumpkin ones, too, because those are available. Nice. So, do those actually have the little stem or not? Probably not. Yeah, but it's just a little blur. Okay. But anyway, these are for y'all. Oh, thank Peanut you. Peanut butter and chocolate. Even though thank you're disappointed. You. Taste great together. <laughs>